feel like we should go ahead and, and start this uh, with mm. something I've, I've been saving um, for this week. So you had RC Cola yes. last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I too have a tulip. <gasps> <laughs> is it all you can find? This is all I could find. Right? Yeah, it's I was so expecting weird. to find like maybe a small one somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, but no, it, they they do not exist. So again. Uh, we've got a two liter of <laughs> RC Cola. Uh, it says me and my RC. It's the same one that, that Steven had. Yep. Again, $1. Got it at Walmart. Right? That's the and, thing. It's uh, like, it's cheap though. So yeah. How, how could I pass it up? Yeah. Uh, so let me, let me open this bad boy up. Now this has been sitting in my, like sideways in my refrigerator, like mm. on its, on its side, kind of being rolled back and forth. Interesting. Trying to make room for things. So I'm, uh. I'm going to kiss my MacBook goodbye. Uh, probably going to get soda all over it, but uh, we'll give it a shot here. So here we go. Here's hoping. That was a good hiss. Yeah. But no no uh, sprayage. Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> Not at this point. Might have some sprayage after I drink this. <laughs> it's so funny to drink out of a two liter tea. You feel like such an American, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got the red, white, and blue. I'm drinking yeah. right out of the flag. There you go. All right, here we go. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. It it kind of tastes like. Um... Oh, okay. There's the aftertaste. Oh. Well, hello there. Was it the chemical Pepsi taste? Um, or for the, the aftertaste, you or mean? Or the Coke? Because mine kept changing. I kept getting different things in my palate after it was yeah. like, yeah. See the the initial taste. It uh, had a like a sweeter, like more um, sugary taste uh-huh. uh, that I associate with a. Uh, like either the the Mexican Coke or the, the Pepsi with real sugar, oh, but okay. um, I don't know. Let me let me go for a sec- let yeah. me go for a second here. Oh bro. yeah, please do. Mm. Yeah, it um, it kind of reminds me of uh, mixing Coke and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I feel like our experiment from uh, a few episodes <laughs> ago was, was fairly accurate. You, um, you don't have a Pepsi and a Coke with you. Currently, to uh, to taste test against it, right? Not not, not currently. Yeah, because no. I still want to do that, but I'm like, I think we were pretty right on, but it still was like a little different than I than I expected. I think it's the uh, closest approximation of the two of those together, but it's not right. necessarily the same thing. So I need to try them like side by side, mm-hmm. see what I think about that. Yeah, yeah, blind taste test it somehow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe it, maybe but, next episode. But you do it to girls. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I poured all of these in different cups. So I know exactly which one's it, but I'm gonna close my <laughs> eyes and try to reach blindly around my computer to, re- to grab each one. <laughs> they just dump all over your keyboard. <laughs> Two MacBooks ruined. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, you know what? I like it. I, uh, I, I actually like it. Is uh, is better than uh, just regular Pepsi? I would say. Oh yeah. Okay. I think so I'd I would say. Agree with that. Um, you know what? I would uh, I would put it right up there with Coke. If I'm Interesting. being honest. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'd, uh, I'd probably swap back and forth. See, I'd have a Coke here. Next drink, RC. Next Coke. Ne- next drink, Coke. There, and uh, <sighs> you'll have to see what you feel as you drink that two liter throughout the episode because you do need to finish mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> see how your stomach feels. Maybe like revise your statement. You know, you'll see. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I I kept drinking that during the show last time, and then. Uh, well, like you, I didn't want to waste it, but also it ended up being good. I was afraid that I was going to hate it and then be like, well, I have this two liter of, of soda that I don't want anymore. But uh, but instead, I actually kept drinking it um, throughout like the next few days or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it stayed good for one. Like uh, I haven't really, if I do drink soda, I usually drink like little bottles. So it's like a one and done thing. And 
I hate when like sodas get flat, and uh, and so like it, it actually stayed like good, and uh, and I enjoyed it the whole time I drank that two liter over the next few days. So yeah, that's good. So hey, you know what, RC Cola, get at us. We're ready for <laughs> first sponsorship. First sponsor. That would be so funny. <laughs> you know the the blue and the RC label uh-huh. is like the blue in our logo. Oh, there yes so it is absolutely it's, yeah. It's right there, guys. It's right there, guys. We and we've got a uh, a big white. Uh, circular mm-hmm. portion of our logo as well. We've got, got a little bit of red in there. Yep. It's, it's kind of a match made in heaven. Uh, and we will put sponsored by RC Cola <laughs> right on the front if you want. <laughs> We're changing the name of the podcast to the RC Cola <laughs> podcast. They're like, if you do that, we'll give you $1. They were like, it costs more than that to put the podcast on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Done and on, done. RC. Yeah. Give us $16. RC, you, you cheap fucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're turning on our fake sponsor now. Our Man, that was sponsor. quick. That was real quick. Uh, you know what? I'm boycotting RC Cola. Because <laughs> they're a bad sponsor. They never even reached out to us. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad that you got that. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Because I actually did. I was surprised. Um, it always seemed like the... Uh, it kind of like in my youth, it was like the thing you got sort of like at family reunions or like I don't remember getting it a ton, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. It's like do you remember like Shasta? Do you ever get Shasta? Oh man, Fuck right? That. That, yeah, I grew up on <laughs> the it, cheap, yeah. uh, the cheap soda. We used <laughs> yeah. to get those all the time in like different flavors and stuff. And it's the same kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like I haven't had a Shasta in fucking like decades, but I'd be really interested well, to try one. It's funny because yeah, like you were saying, the RC. It's yeah, it's like a family reunion type thing. Yeah. But, like. How did they get it? Like, did they have to go way out of their way to get it back then? I don't know if it was more popular then. I feel like it was never popular, so I don't know. Yeah. But definitely now, it's like, I could not find it out. I couldn't even find, like, uh, a 12-pack of cans if I wanted to, if I wanted a smaller mm-hmm. one or whatever. I couldn't even find that. It was, like, literally the one two-liter bottle. And then it was funny as I went back to H-E-B the other day, and there was a dude, the Dr. Pepper, like, the little bottles I get are right below that. And mm-hmm. I wanted to grab some, and there was this older dude, and he was looking between RC and something next to it, something that I'd never heard of. And he had his hand on the RC, and I was like, wow, there's a guy at the store with me right now who's going for RC Cola. And I wanted to be like, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Just had some. Been a while, but it's pretty good. Should get Just that. Just walk up and whisper in his ears like, you know what, that's a, that's a good year. You're going to like that one. They've really done a good job with the aging on that one. You can you can tell uh, they haven't changed the label. That's because it's 20 years old, that, that bottle's right. 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Have you uh, seen that, uh, that viral video of the... Uh, it's like a, a bulldozer or something like that. Uh, you know, a, a manly uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> construction work vehicle <laughs> that like runs into that tree and all the pollen like slowly floats Ooh, off yeah. of it. It's, it's like the same thing. Like you go up and tap the RC bottle <laughs> and just like <laughs> 20 years of dust. <laughs> and then all these like employees run over like, what'd you do? Why'd you touch that? <laughs> it's a legend. Nobody touches that. <laughs> Oh man, that's fantastic! <laughs> and that video is disgusting. It, yeah, especially as an allergy sufferer, it was. Uh, <laughs> it made me like cringe to think that that's now in the air and that happens a lot. Ugh. Dude, it is. It is bad down here. Yeah, in the, in the, in the okay. Yeah, man, that's I've been rough. back and forth here. Uh, it's mainly just really fucking hot, but uh, mm-hmm. but my allergies have been back and forth a little bit, and uh, yeah, every summer just kind of or every spring, yeah, rears its ugly head again, but. Uh, Good times, though. Tell you that much. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm even sniffling right now. It's pretty good. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, uh, what do you say we're doing it? 
we are doing it, Stephen. All right. Uh, yeah. And he's Stephen. I've already said. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I'm not going to say it. And you're Brent. Sure, why not? <laughs> and welcome, Brent Stewart. Whatever. <laughs> and welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Uh, we're already we're, we're already well into it, and this is good. This will be a good episode. Or obviously, right on top of our game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the audience has been demanding updates on Soda Talk. They need Everybody. to know. They want to know the ins and outs of mixing Coke and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. They need to know what does RC Cola actually taste like, and two, how do you acquire it? So there you go. And now you we've, know. We've laid it all out, mm-hmm. and uh, the answers stand revealed. So, I guess you're welcome. Let's talk about stuff coming to the Library of Cong- <laughs> Congress very soon. Everybody's been clamoring for it, and like I said last episode, we've gotten nuns of emails. <laughs> <laughs> Nuns and nuns of people have been responding to this. Um, yeah, today's uh, show topic is going to be another uh, pop culture combat. Star Wars versus Star Trek. <laughs> I was hoping the, uh, that would be a, a yeah, little more dramatic. <laughs> it was good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, as I said on the last show, I think it'll be kind of interesting. Uh, I think, for me, I know a, a pretty clear winner on my end, but uh, I think I'll have some interesting points on both sides, so... Uh, yeah, I, uh, excuse me, man, this, uh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it'll make you burp, <laughs> it'll make you burp, so, that's what drinking a two liter does too, I think it's something about it, it's just, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just sexy, everything about it, <laughs> it really makes you feel like a three year old, like when <laughs> your parents would hand you like a 20 ounce bottle yeah. to drink out of, but you'd had to like double hand it, like, like our president, <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah yeah I'm looking forward to this episode. Um, I did uh, some some research. Mm-hmm. I um, tried to uh, to get into uh, some stuff I uh, I wanted to try for this episode. Oh okay. Uh, mainly butt stuff. I was say, <laughs> some 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 ball gags. I don't know some new things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I did a little research this time myself as well. Um, oh, wow. I know, yeah. I know more about Star Wars, so I didn't really uh, kind of go into that. But I, I researched a lot more about Star Trek because I used to be like a, a, a fan of the shows and some of the movies and stuff. But I didn't really know much about the history as much. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I read more about that. But uh, yeah, I'm intrigued to see what research you have found for yeah. us today. Yeah. Um, so before we jump into other stuff, mm-hmm. again, we're going to... Uh, <laughs> I was like, you stop talking. Did you know that? <laughs> I'm searching for a word. Yeah, for a word. it happens. Uh, we're going to solicit the audience mm-hmm. for their emails for episode 50, which is coming up later this month or maybe in July. Yeah, I don't know what it'll actually know. play out. Guys, we're bad at this. We can't uh, read calendars. <laughs> this is hard. How are you even supposed to understand those things? There's all these boxes and numbers. I can't. I don't have time. We record on one day and then it comes out on a different day. It's, uh, it's crazy. very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we would like your emails for episode 50. We will gladly read them on the podcast. If you want to berate us, mm-hmm. go ahead mm-hmm. because we're c- crashing we on- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be 100% honest, probably not going to read it ahead of time and uh, <laughs> just live read it like Ron Burgundy. Nice. <laughs> let you insult me on the air. So if you'd like to send that email to us, you can send it to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Indeed. 
Um, so we have a few. I have a few mini topic discussions. So I wanted to throw out some stuff I've been watching and reading, whatever. Uh, okay. uh, so I'm just gonna go through some of those. I'll talk about some of them a little bit more, and some sure. of them just to kind of mention. But uh, I finally restarted Twin Peaks. Uh, we had talked about that a while ago, I think, but uh, I never ended up finishing the second season. And then eventually, I was like, I kind of forgot what happened enough that I wanted to restart it. So uh, restarted that. I'm back in the second season now. Um, I'm watching the first, and it's really good all over again. I mean, it asked me how it was the second go around. I was like, everything's awesome because the show's amazing. Uh, so it's super yeah. weird, but I highly recommend it. Um, it's one of the most interesting shows I think I've ever seen. And uh, and I think next week we're gonna try to talk a little bit about Riverdale. And uh, Riverdale has a lot of like I, when it first came out, I heard a lot of comparisons to the show, and I didn't really know what Twin Peaks was like. And uh, now that I see it, I'm like, oh my god, Riverdale like is uh, is a good like reincarnation sort of of that for like a teen audience. So it's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, as well, but uh, so I highly recommend that. Um, also, Amanda and I watched the movie Game Night recently. Have you guys watched that yet? No, I've, I've been intrigued. I, yeah. I can't tell if it's going to be good or not. Uh, we liked um, it, man. We liked it. Oh, good. Yeah, I would recommend it. Uh, it's uh, it, yeah. It has Jason Bateman and mm -hmm. Rachel McAdams in it. Is that yeah, right? and then yeah, there's other people too that I recognize, but I can't think of anybody right now. But it's um, I was uh, a little intoxicated during it, which I think helped. Uh, but we cracked up a lot during it. And, okay. uh, which is always a good sign, but it's, it's, there's parts of it that I could see I would, I would not really dig the movie and then, uh, or they wouldn't be like, they're not like that, I don't know, good of comedy or whatever. Um, but Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams are so good and they're so good as a couple, like they bounce off each other really well, like comedically that mm -hmm. they kind of carry the entire movie to me. Like, um, they were so good. If they had been like lesser actors, or if they'd gotten different people for those roles, I might not have liked it as much, but they are so good in it. That I was like it really elevated it, so um, so we really liked it, um, and I would I would recommend that a lot. Um, and we like game night, okay. so it's actually fun. You know, it's something that, like a lot of people are kind of into now. Um, yeah. But yeah, some aspects were just okay, and then but they were like just right on top. Like their jokes were sharp and funny, and their banter and stuff was really good. So oh nice, I like that one. <clears throat> okay. And um, speaking of things I liked. Not Annihilation. Okay. I was, I was very curious about what your thoughts would be. Have you seen it? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, no. Okay. But, uh, I, I've heard uh, extremely um, polarizing views. Okay, interesting. It. I had heard mostly like really, really good reviews. Um, so Annihilation mm -hmm. is based on a book, but from what I read online, barely. Uh, Alex Garland, who is a great director, he did Ex Machina, um, which I loved. And he did this one, which uh, mostly has good reviews. It has like an 83 or an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. And so it's, people seem to like it a lot. I knew it was like really kind of cerebral. Like it's a, it makes you think, which is good for sci-fi. But I don't know um, that that's what I wanted out of it. Um, I looked, I had to go and look online and be like, all right, what does this all mean? And there's like so much symbolism in it. And I just don't, it's, it's not that I, I disagree that that shouldn't be, uh, in sci-fi or in other movies, whatever, there's just something about certain movies lately that I'm like, I don't want to invest that much time into this. I don't want it to be like this multi-layered thing, and it just doesn't come across that well to me. And mm -hmm. this one is uh, the the way I saw it online that really hit hit it home to me was someone online was like, you know, I liked this movie just as much as I liked Arrival, and Arrival that came out a few years ago with Jeremy Renner and mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember her name right now. Uh, the main chick. Oh, uh, from uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, from Man of Steel, yeah. What is her oh, name? Man, what is her name? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it Amy Adams? Amy Adams. God, okay. that was bad. I like her a lot, too. 
Uh, I was so excited about that movie, and that movie is also, that was uh, Dennis Villeneuve, uh, however you say his name, also like a really cool sci-fi director who I liked some of his movies, he does other things too, and I liked some of his movies. People fucking went nuts over that movie, and I hated it so much, because it has a lot of symbolism and all this bullshit, and I was like, no, I get it, I just don't care for it. And uh, whenever someone online was like, oh, you know what? I liked this movie just as much as I liked that. And I was like, that's it. I hated this movie just as much as I hated that movie. That's what, that, that's what clicked for me. And so I don't, I don't, I can't say that, uh, obviously I'm, I'm in the minority here with the, this movie and that movie as well, because people generally like that one a whole lot. But uh, man, I really just did not like it. It is a lot of stuff, interesting concept that I just did not care to go into. And um, I don't know, just... I, I agree that that can be like a good thing for sci-fi to delve into and like Star Trek, mm -hmm. Star Wars both kind of do some interesting things with like themes and everything, but uh, this was a little too cerebral and noth nothing else really of like meat there that I could grasp onto. So uh, I don't recommend this one, but most people probably like it and would disagree with me. So <laughs> who knows? Well, your, your mileage may vary, right? It yeah, depends exactly. On if you're in the mood for something. Like yeah. I've experienced that before where um, uh, I, I've, I've been theoretically into something like it, it checks some boxes mm -hmm. but it just doesn't stick with me yeah, for whatever sure. reason it's just like uh, maybe I, i'm just not in the mood to to get into that type of story mm -hmm. at that time or, or whatever but but yeah i can i can under, understand how that would happen yeah um, were there were there pretty good like uh like special effects and whatnot yeah like, is it something that mm -hmm. is it special effects intensive uh, a little bit, and it's cool. They have some interesting imagery and stuff um, mm -hmm. that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, it's like all about. It's called like the shimmer. Um, so it's all about like light and color, and and this kind of a shimmer effect. Like I noticed, like the cinematographer would do a lot of stuff um, with with lenses and stuff. So like when they or they had a bright light source, the sun or a light or whatever, it always kind of did like a J.J. Abrams style, you know, kind of. Uh, like lens, lens flare, flare type thing. but yeah. it was like important because the whole thing is called a shimmer so I was like oh that's cool like it wasn't a, an effect it was just like an in, in camera like lens effect and I was like that's cool they might have dialed it up a little bit but um, and it, it, the actors were good like Natalie Portman's in it she's always good and she was great in this um, I just didn't I just couldn't really get back I, I couldn't get really into it 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 had some aspects that I was like oh this would be really cool and then they didn't do that at all and it was like just way more cerebral like the entire thing is um They've sent these other missions of like men, like soldiers and stuff, into the Shimmer, and uh, Oscar Isaac is one of those, and he comes back. It's Natalie Portman's husband, so she's going into it to like see what he saw because he's sick after he comes out, and she's part of the first like all female team to go in, and it has mm -hmm. Tessa Thompson from uh, Thor Ragnarok mm -hmm. in it. She's excellent always, but her role is so small in this that I was like, all right, she could. I know she could do more. I was so intrigued by the concept of an all-female group, and they barely even go into that at all. Like, it didn't really matter that as much as I expected it to. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a cool, like, badass female movie where they go in with guns, and it's, like, all this stuff. And it was just... They didn't do any of that, really, uh, in the end product for me. And so I was like, oh, that felt like a missed opportunity when they went this other way, which is fine, and most people seem to gravitate towards anyway. But to me, I was like, oh, I, I, I would have liked this, and we yeah. got this instead. So, yeah. um, so it's cool. I mean, it happens. Um, what I am glad about is I'll, I'll have a few books to mention here in a second. I've been trying to read a lot more lately, and I had always heard about the book Annihilation. It's part of a trilogy. The the author or the, the uh, Alex Garland, the writer and director of the movie, was like, "I made a, a single movie. I'm not coming back for sequels. I don't." I, he wrote the movie whenever there was only one book out. He didn't care, but I'd always heard the books were really good, 
And after I saw the movie, I was like, I'm going to read the plot synopses of all the books. And I read them and I was like, oh, thank God I didn't read those. I would have fucking hated it because <laughs> the movie changes things in a really good way from the books. And the books go in a whole oh, different man. direction. I was like, oh, I would have fucking hated that. So yeah. I'm really glad I didn't get into those. Uh, so that's kind of nice. That saved me some time in my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two hours versus you know eight plus hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, it would take forever. Yeah, per book. Yeah, or whatever. Even yeah. so. Um, but yeah. So speaking of books, uh, I I went to Half Price Books here in uh, in Houston, which we had brought mm-hmm. uh, you and Brandy to years ago. Um, yeah. If you recall. Found some good comics there. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I've been looking at some. They have like uh, these like collectible collectible cases and stuff and mm-hmm. uh one of the ones they have right now is this huge comic of uh howard the duck and uh oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I don't know which like issue it is or what you know i don't know about comics but i was like it's a uh, is it a funny. treasury edition it was like a big yeah it was like a big ass book um mm-hmm. but uh like, i have it <laughs> i'm looking at it right now Stephen. that's awesome. over there yeah. uh but yeah so they had some they have some cool stuff there and they have like regular you know comic stacks or whatever too but uh, they just have lots of neat things, um, and I, I like that place. It's like cheap and and everything. And um, we've been trying. I usually buy things on the Kindle, uh, which I do like. But we've been trying to fill out our bookcases, and I've bought some books recently on the Kindle, and I read them, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm never gonna read that again." And now it's with me forever, and I can't sell it or do anything with it. <laughs> and I hate being kind of stuck in that as well. So, yeah. uh, so I, I bought some books instead. So I finally read of Mice and Men. Um, I never read that in high school. I think a lot of people did, mm-hmm. or, or any other time. And it's a short book. It's only like 106 pages. Mine was. Um, oh wow! Okay. I read it like in a night, um, and it was it was really quick, uh, but it was good. Uh, it's John Steinbeck. Um, I'm not a big fan of his in general. Like he wrote the Grapes of Wrath. I remember uh, I read maybe a few chapters of that in high school, and then I just did the Spark Notes and finished <laughs> that out because fuck that book. It's so fucking long. And uh, but this was cool because it's like so short. So I'm I'm digging that. And then uh, I'm gonna watch the movie of it um, with Gary Sinise. Um, and uh, John Malkovich are in that, so I'm excited to watch that though. So it'll be kind of cool. Oh, okay. But uh, it was yeah. cool. I mean, if anybody hasn't read it, it's a decent story or whatever. Um, and then I'm currently reading High Fidelity. Um, I love that movie mm-hmm. with John Cusack, and uh, the book is written by Nicholas or Nick Hornby, who did um, About a Boy, and he did uh, Fever Pitch, and I, I bought that one as well to read. But um, uh, have you seen the movie High Fidelity? Uh, yeah, after it uh, came out on HBO. Okay. Uh, back in like 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, I remember watching it, and um, it was about music and everything. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, this will this will be cool. But it was a lot of uh, oh, it's like music I was not personally into oh, yeah, at the yeah, time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, and I was like, this isn't about metal. I'm <laughs> 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 not even talking about Mudvayne on this. Oh, that's what hilarious. <laughs> and that's what I was promised, damn it. <laughs> isn't Jack Black in this movie yes. as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's great. It's one of my favorite roles of his. Um, I love that movie though. I don't know if you want to give it another shot sometime because you should. Well, but, uh, I know he ma- he uh, he makes lists, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he uh, makes which like is top five. I like and to stuff. do. Yeah, I, I like to make mm-hmm. uh, like top five or top ten lists in my head. Yeah, uh, and this is the uh, first time I'm <laughs> revealing this information to you and uh, <laughs> other people. But that's that's usually I how constantly. I go to sleep. That's how I go to oh, sleep. Like a, a couple nights ago, I was like, "Hmm, who are my five favorite X Men?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. It's it's kind of like, uh, like counting sheep, uh-huh. but uh, extremely nerdy. Uh, very nerdy, but also now you know. You know, you have yeah. a in your back pocket. If anybody's ever like, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, what are Brent's top five X Men? You're like, well, actually, I have a mental mm-hmm. list of that. Don't worry. Hey, you know what? I'll give you this one. Number one, Nightcrawler. Oh, there you go. Fuck yes, I love Nightcrawler. Yeah. 
It's great. Uh, I actually, uh, I rewatched, uh, I didn't put this one on here. I don't know if I talked about it last week, but I watched uh, First Class again, X-Men. Because oh, yeah. uh, we had talked about it recently and everything, and uh, I still liked it. it. I didn't like it as much as I did the first time, which was in, or the first few times that I watched it, but uh, mm-hmm. I still liked it. But I was like, man, I'm kind of hankering for the, the originals that came out. So uh, I just put uh, X-Men and X-Men 2 back on my, my list to watch again, so I'm excited that that Nightcrawler scene in X2 is oh. fucking rad. I'm so excited well, to watch that again. I'll tell you, Stephen, it's fucking rad up here in the dome. <laughs> I'm afraid to go back and, and rewatch it. Oh, because, yeah. Because, like, I, I loved Days of Future Past, and as we talked about it. previously, uh, upon rewatching it, just a second time, yeah. just, what, a couple of years later, it did not hold as, hold up as well mm-hmm. for yeah. me. And it was just, ugh. So I'm I'm terrified that uh, <laughs> X2 is, is going to be ruined. Yeah. Well, especially like we went back. We, we both talked about like Spider-Man, the, the original Spider, like Sam Raimi Spider-Man tri- uh, oh, trilogy and yeah. stuff, and how bad they yeah. are now. Like it's so hard to watch. Spider-Man Two, I still I still have around, and it's like I can kind of watch that one because it has some good moments in it. But mm-hmm. it's so hard to watch it amongst the MCU that we have today. And uh, the X-Men movies, though, at least like they're not they don't hold up. Like the newer ones aren't as good anyway they're not like mcu level um mm-hmm. so it's like maybe the old x-men movies don't have as much to go against i guess and yeah. uh I'm, I'm i'm excited to watch them again and see but i think it'll be kind of interesting because it's like, the action is just like, everything's just like slower and just not the effects are bad i'm sure you know are not that great and uh but i remember that nightcrawler scene just being epic and uh mm-hmm. and they I thought, I thought they did such a good job of uh the effects at the time so i'm excited to see those again and see yeah. what I think, but uh, I used to love him like in the the cartoons and stuff, mm-hmm. the cartoon. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I dig that. It's a it's a good number one character. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> and this concludes my bid for presidency. <laughs> That's all you need, man. <laughs> Nightcrawler is number one. Vote Hibbard. Uh, I like that too because uh, that whole scene we're talking about is him attacking the president. So <laughs> That's a weird thing to to base everything on. <laughs> Um, and the last thing I was going to mention is I've been playing this video game that I think everybody would dig on. Uh, I, I, yeah. I saw that you had this on the show script. I've never heard of it, but I'm very excited oh, to cool. hear about it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's called Horizon Chase, and it's mm-hmm. on uh, the Apple TV is what I play it on. But uh, apparently it's like an iOS game and a, uh, like an Android game as well. But uh, what attracted me to it, um, it's a paid game. It's, it was like three, uh, $3 on the Apple TV. And, uh, but it, you can play like, a, like one or maybe three um, different races uh, for free. You can download it for free. White, black, <laughs> and, Asian. <laughs> <laughs> but there are more if you pay it. You can unlock all, all kinds of things. <laughs> Pacific Islander. All right. Finally. Sweet. Um, no, but uh, so it's a racing game and it's it's kind of modeled after it's like an old like poly looking like 16-bit looking game but it's beautiful it's like hd and it's nice um but it reminds me of like cruising world and like cruising usa that's what i was like aiming for um because i've realized like over time that i'm much more of like a casual gamer and like this game i've had some some racing games like on the xbox years ago the 360 that were like yeah there you go it looks really rad um and all the different locations and stuff it goes around the world and uh, they're all beautiful, like it's really cool. And like sometimes there's like sunsets, like there's LA ones that look like the movie Drive. They're all like neon and like the sun will set during the game and stuff and like come back up. And uh, it's just a cool gameplay, but uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like an easier game. It's not like, 
you get different cars as you go, but you don't, you can't like customize your cars or whatever. Um, it it doesn't it kind of keeps you on the road itself. It doesn't let you like really crash. It, you crash, but it doesn't let you like go off the road and have to like reset. It just kind of like spins you around and then you can keep going. Like it's all more oh, more okay. casual, which I dig. So, uh, yeah. but it's been hella fun. I finally bought it and I've been having so much fun just playing it every day. So, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, it looks very colorful, but not yeah. like in a uh, burn your retinas. From no, your no. type of way it has yeah. like a really cool like soft pastelish yeah. uh, color palette uh in some of these so that's awesome yeah it's uh, cool it's really fun i was just looking through <clears throat> through my uh, uh my my apple tv uh games uh-huh. i was like i don't want to play any of these i want something yeah, right? new but I, I didn't know what what to go with yeah so there you go i will definitely check that out that seems fun yeah um it's been really cool i have the there's like a game pad you can buy for the apple tv that's like an xbox controller Mm-hmm. So I've been using that, but um, I pl- I tried to play. You can play with a little Apple TV remote, or I guess on your phone, it would just use like the accelerometer. But it's a it's the kind of game where um, you just like you can just steer or whatever, like a oh, like okay. a Wii system type thing. Uh, but I actually found that way harder. Like I maybe because I'd been using the uh, actual like joysticks and everything uh, that it was like really a lot harder for me to to keep on the track and everything like that. But uh, but either way, you can play it. and It's kind of fun. Um, yeah. But it's I've just been really digging it because it's been. It's like really bright and colorful and cool, um, but it's like a simpler game, and it's kind of easier to, to learn or whatever. So, mm-hmm. highly recommend that. And uh, that's all the stuffs I have to talk about. Nice. Uh oh. What? Stephen, do you hear that? What the? You, you hear that music <laughs> kicking in? Uh, a little bit here. Yeah. Uh huh. There we go. Uh, I think it's time that we uh, hop into this debate. You know? Oh yeah. Hotly, oh, man. hotly debated topic. Mm-hmm. You know, between these two massive science fiction franchises. Oh, yeah. So, I think it's time we step into that place where there are things <laughs> where people have feet and punches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feet and punches? <laughs> <laughs> if you have feet. If you have punches. You know what time it is. If you have feet and punches and a watch. Oh, man. Love it. Look, we all know what I'm clumsily saying. Oh, oh yeah. It's time for Pop Culture Combat. Pop Culture Combat! <laughs> Here we are, oh, testing man. not our might, but the might of two incredibly popular franchises. Of course, we're talking Star Wars and Star Trek. Yes. Both lose. <laughs> In a startling upset. Hello Kitty one. I don't know where she came from. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Listen, I'm I'm two episodes deep in the newest season of The Toys That Made Us. Oh uh, yeah, nice. Hello, Hello Kitty is the last one. Uh, uh-huh. and I'm so excited to get there. I'm gonna have to sit through the Lego that the Lego episode. That's episode three. Normally I'd be very excited, but yeah. I recently well, recently, about a year ago, I watched the Lego Brickumentary. Uh-huh. And uh, I I feel like that was pretty comprehensive oh, okay. uh, information sure. about Legos, but uh, you know what? I'll, I'll power through with this one. Maybe mm-hmm, I'll learn something mm-hmm. different. You know? Yeah, there you go. But are uh, you a, a Hello Kitty fan? Uh, not a fan. I'm just intrigued by okay, why she's okay. so popular because I've yeah. never seen a cartoon of her. Uh, yeah. I, 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 why is she so popular? I don't, I've never understood. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm not excited for it just because I don't understand it. But like maybe her, that's her why design I'm excited, is yeah. on everything. Like I'll yeah. see her face on a on the back of cars as a decal. There was one mm-hmm. time Brandy and I we went to Target 
and we were shopping for some uh, uh, some friends who were getting married. Uh, we were shopping off their wedding registry. Uh-huh. We we're in the appliances, and there was a Hello Kitty microwave. <laughs> like, wow, this is for like a very specific oh, person. Yeah, yeah, I could see like a toaster, but a microwave? I don't know about yeah, that. This, this was Hello Kitty as fuck. Wow. Uh, it was like, it's not like there's just like a tiny sticker or her face yeah. is the start button. It was like, it was on like the screen. <laughs> like the, like, you have to stare through her face to see your food. You want to see that every fucking day. Like, in yeah. your, you want that to be a main feature of your kitchen. Yes. That's, that's pretty intense. Pink. So it's something yeah. that would would stand out. You know, it's not going to blend in with your <laughs> no, other yeah. stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe like a dorm room. I can see yeah. like in a dorm room, maybe like a kid would like that. But adults like that a lot too. Like, like you said, like it's on the cars everywhere. Like, I just don't understand it. It's like such a big marketing thing, but I don't know why people like it so much. Yeah. Uh, partly because I don't really like cats. Uh, so ah, that's okay. that's for me. I get that. Uh, but also, like, just like you said, like, I've never seen a cartoon. Like, where did it come from? You know? I don't even know. So, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that episode now. I get two, I guess. You sold me on it, Brent. Well, there you go. There you go. You did your job. <laughs> Hello, Kitty, our new sponsor. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> we don't understand you, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> but goddamn it, we respect you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so congratulations, Hello Kitty, you are the winner of Pop Culture Combat. Yeah, wait, we just blew blast everything. Yeah. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, first we'll uh, we'll uh, get into the uh, the uh, the whole uh, you know whatever shit we talk yep, about. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately ran out of steam. Um, so on the the previous episode, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that you are a uh, a bit of a, uh, a, a Star Trek fan as well mm-hmm. as Star yeah. Wars, uh, which was surprising to me because I don't think oh, okay. you've ever talked about Star yeah. Trek, um, even with the the newest like J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. rebooted uh, series. I don't think we've really even discussed yeah, that too much. Yeah, um, so yeah, this I think be this, interesting. Yeah, I think those movies came out when uh, we had beef, uh, you and I. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Stephen was Crips, I was Bloods. Um, Many people don't know that about us. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a post-gang <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is what got us out of the hole. <laughs> this is an outreach program. <laughs> it's like whenever the Insane Clown Posse came out, they're like, we're actually Christians. <laughs> this podcast this entire time has been a secret operation to get people out of gangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, Juggalos, the new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. We'll go through a lot of sponsors. They, uh, they don't pay us in money. They just send us uh, 40s. And, <laughs> and uh, most of them are broken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Okay, so you, uh, you aren't sworn to one franchise um, over, nah. over another. I mean, like, it, it, it might vary a little bit, like, by, yeah. by whichever series or or movie mm-hmm. or whatever yeah it might be. i i would say um we'll get into obviously a lot of the stuff in there but i'm more uh, oh man i was about to say i'm more of a completist for star wars but i guess i'm not because there's so much outside of the movies mm-hmm. for star wars um like i'm not really into the tv shows or like there's been like books and comic books and all this other stuff um i don't really read any of that stuff but i was gonna say like star trek like I, I don't I don't watch all of the movies. I don't watch all of the TV shows and stuff. I would say I'm more of a completist for Star Wars, and it's something that's like more prevalent in my life. Um, I don't really mention Star Trek or my like for it or my love for it or whatever very much. Um, out of shame. And, uh, out of shame. <laughs> I'm shame. revealing myself right now. <laughs> I like Nightcrawler, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, learning a lot about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's funny. Like you mentioned, like yeah, we've never talked about it because I don't ever mention it. But uh, but I am like a, a fairly big fan of, of some some parts of Star Trek, um, and it'll be interesting to uh, go through these different points and and talk about them because uh, I, I I'm obviously I talk about yeah you know, Star Wars a lot more. So yeah. Um, real quick, uh, RC Cola update. Yeah. I feel like this this bottle is uh, just filling up as I'm drinking it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how there could possibly be this much liquid left in this bottle. It's but, crazy, uh, right? I'm filling it. <clears throat> I called an ambulance. They'll be here shortly. You're on a sugar high. <laughs> <laughs> Brent just developed diabetes. <laughs> oh, boy. Diabetes. Diabetes. New sponsor. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. <laughs> Uh, uh, that is uh, sadly probably the most true, uh, yeah, true statement ever made uh, on this program. The out of program, all the stuff, holy shit! I oh wow! <laughs> You're watching your new programs. Let me tell you about oh, diabetes. Hey, uh, kind of on that note, you just made me think. Uh, my my family was in town last weekend. We had kind of discussed on the podcast that I was trying mm-hmm. to get away from that so I could finish cleaning up for them. And uh, my grandmother was in town, and uh, we were talking. We have a some Obama. Uh, pictures and stuff from my my brother Danny's time at the White House. Um, we have oh, like yeah. candies and stuff with his signature on him, all this cool stuff. And she was like, "Oh, you guys really liked Obama?" And we hadn't really talked about it at all. And we started talking about that, and I was like, "Hey, uh, do you know what a podcast is?" And she was like, "No, I've never heard of that before," which didn't really surprise me. Um, but I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna have to figure out a way to get you a podcast. Like, maybe I can download it and like burn it onto something. I don't know how to like." <laughs> She has a phone, but, like, she doesn't use it like we do. I don't even know. I've, sure. I guess I've never seen her with a phone. Maybe she doesn't, like a house phone. Uh, has, has she never used telecommunications before? She's never never telecommunicated. Nope. Uh, <laughs> she's no, like, she's... Well, that's okay, Stephen. I'll just call the switchboard, and they'll connect me to your show. <laughs> uh, she's got a, I know she has a cell phone, but I'm like, I don't know if it's, like, a flip phone. Uh, I don't okay. think she has a smartphone. So anyway, I, I was like, well, I was telling her about Pods of America and some of the political podcasts to listen to, like uh, Jason Kander's Majority 54 from the Crooked Media Group that I thought in, in general she would just really like. I was trying to tell her about this guy. And I was like, man, you, I think you'd really like it. It's, and I was like, it's kind of like the radio. And she was like, oh, I love the radio. And I was like, I know. <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, actually, I have a podcast with my, my best friend Brent. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, not that I was suggesting she listen to it, and I would not give her one of those. But uh, but it was just funny because I'm sure she would. If I gave it to her, she'd be like, "I liked that program." I'm sure that's like I would come back. So <laughs> you anyway. didn't say the word "fuck" enough, Stephen. Uh, uh, oh God, I would never let her listen to it. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah, she would um, learn a lot about me. If more, any of my family more is, than Star Trek. If any of my family is listening to this, uh, this is not the Brent Hibbard you know. Uh, <laughs> just just move on. My dad had recently said that he started listening to a few episodes. I think it was Too Many Glugs, because my uh, my brother Danny was on that episode. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I, I put that on or whatever. And I was like, I, I prefaced it with my dad before he listened to one of our shows. I was like, hey, what, the, the It episode, because he was with us at that, that movie screening, you know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I was like, hey, uh, we cuss a lot on, yeah. <laughs> on this show, just yeah. so you're aware. Uh, and he's cool with that, but like, I don't want my mom to listen to it. Uh, yeah. I'm like this is this is a version of me. It's just not the version that they see. Mm-hmm. I you know I curb my my cussing and and whatever general uh, <laughs> debauchery <laughs> from from them. So, uh, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that uh, uh, maybe we'd have a bigger fan base if we actually wanted more people to listen to it. But there's a lot of people in my family. I just don't. <laughs> Grandma's number one. It's true. 
<laughs> I hear you there. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, speaking of podcasts, real quick, I do want to shout out Kent Blue and his podcast, Roll to Play. Yeah. Um, he is doing in the month of June, I believe. It's a, uh, I guess, LGBTQA plus. What, what, whatever it's, the yeah. acronym is. I'm, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but yep. I, I, I just want it uh, to be known that he cover is all doing, bases. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, he is doing a um, a series all this month uh, mm-hmm. with uh, people from that community on his show. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's really making a, a, a large effort to uh, get those voices out there. So yeah, I, I do like cool. to admit him, and I, I think it's a, a great great thing he's doing. So good job, Kent. And yeah. Uh, yeah, go go check out his podcast. Again, it's called Roll to Play. It's a fun gaming podcast. If you want to check out a, a super fun episode, uh, Stephen and I and our wives were on there. Um, and uh, check that one out. Uh, give yeah, only like, that one five stars. Uh, I was like, I don't know what it's called. Uh, <laughs> you'll probably find it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's go, really cool. Go check it out and uh, leave them a five-star review. I saw that you, uh, you tweeted something about that. And I was like, oh man, what a cool like, like what a cool idea, what a cool concept. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought yeah. that was neat. Really putting some effort into it. So yeah. uh, good on you. I wonder what that's Kent. like to put effort into this. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You did some research for this, right? I what did. I do? did. Uh, matter, oh, that was a kick-ass segue, Stephen. Thank you. I thought I was, I was pretty proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me derail that. Uh, we'll go back to RC Cola for a bit. No. Um, so so as as far as facts go. Um, some of this is, is stuff that I think people know. So yeah. um, I'm going to start with Star Trek first. So mm-hmm. the series ran for three seasons from 1966 to 1969. <laughs> uh, Summer of Love. <laughs> Nailed uh, it. But it didn't become popular with audiences until it was syndicated. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was like running late at night and, and I, probably not like lately. But, you know, yeah. it, it just found a different audience when it was able to run during the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and people got more into it. Uh, and it uh, really picked up in popularity after a certain uh, movie series came out called Star Wars. I know. So uh, <laughs> I saw that fact online. I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like people wanted more like outer space adventures. Yeah. So they were like, they had to tune into Star Trek. Um, now for, uh, uh, for Star Wars, uh, the first film obviously was released in 1977. We all know that. But the novelization was released to the public six months prior uh-huh. In November 1976, so <laughs> the first funny. experience the public would have had for that would be uh, that that novel, and um, it has a kind of a an odd odd name. Um, let's see here. Yeah, uh, the the name of the book is Star Wars: From the Adventures of Luke Skywalker. Hmm. Which is yeah. From the Adventures of. Wouldn't it's, it just be the Adventures of? It fits because it's uh, to me it fits because uh, he's talked about like similarly with like. Uh, Indiana Jones is kind of like the serials from like the 1930s. It also was kind of like that idea, I think, in his head that he wanted it to be like the old like Flash Gordon series or whatever. So it's like from the adventures of Luke Skywalker, like this old timey <laughs> thing. But it doesn't make sense now for like how Star Wars is actually viewed, I think. Right. And like yeah. what it did. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. interesting. But I'm down with that. Yeah. Now, bonus trivia, which is something that I like to include if, if, mm. if we can see where any of these properties have crossed over with each other. Yeah. Um, the droids from Star Wars, uh, particularly R2-D2, um, can actually be seen briefly in the 2009 hmm. Star Trek uh, reboot by J.J. Uh-huh. Abrams. And then uh, there's some additional droids in uh, the 2013 uh, Star Trek film, uh, oh, cool. Into, Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, also, oh, yeah, yeah, J.J. directed that one as well. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, J.J. would go on to direct episodes 7 and 9 of the yeah. new trilogy. So. 
Yeah, he's so it all worked together there. He's a slut. He's all over everything. Yeah, in a good way because I love that guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, it's funny. Uh, I guess I could jump in there with the. Did you watch the original series at all of Star Trek? Uh, on bits and, and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, okay. It wasn't my my main series that I watched, but yeah, uh, yeah that's gonna be I, how I it is for me too. Episodes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I never really got into that one as much. Like I'm I'm not a huge fan of Kirk. Uh, I'm more of a Picard type of guy. So, yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, interesting. I can uh, tell just by looking at you. Oh, wow. My bald head? <laughs> you <Jones> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good, though. I was like, well, I can't refute that. Motherfucker. <laughs> or is it my British voice? Probably that. Probably that. Wait, so this was, this was my thought. Mm-hmm. Isn't he supposed to be French? His name is Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, I've never, yeah. Uh, Europe is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, this is hundreds of years in the future, man. It's it's cool. Brandy would watch this show on the CW. Um, man, I can't remember the name of it, but it was supposed to be. It was like a uh, like a mid range like like teenager, like older teenager to like mm-hmm. mid twenty type uh, demographic, I guess. Uh-huh. But it was. Uh, taking place in like Scotland, but everybody speaks with an English accent. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, wait, where does Same this thing. take place? And it's just, yeah, that's that's how America is. It's yeah. just like, we'll, we'll, we'll accept that accent for whatever. Yeah, it's like, I will know that it's different. I know that it's not like a French accent that he's using. I know that like, they're not sounding like Scots, but I'll be like, it's close enough. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, they should we'll at least let Picard wear a beret and like eat a baguette. <laughs> you know? If that had been like his calling card, he's just always fucking <laughs> munching on a baguette on the on the bridge. That would be so funny. Like oh, anytime God. he has to talk to an alien race and threaten them, he like <laughs> just like reaches up. <laughs> he he uh, compares them to uh, different cheeses or whatever. Oh, I was gonna say like someone London. brings in this like baked breed. He's like, hold on, we gotta eat this real quick. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sipping on wine all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just all, all, the, all the good stuff. From he, he's wearing shorts that are uncomfortably short. You know? <laughs> if he'd come on one day, like he'd been on the holodeck, and then that, he gets like called to the bridge, and he's like in a fucking beret and like a black and white striped shirt, and, like little tiny shorts, holding a baguette and some brie. <laughs> Hello, I am here. <laughs> that would have been a good like, alternate episode. Oh, I like that. <sighs> good times. Well, uh, do you want to jump into our criteria? Criteria, yes, yes. yes. So we've got four bits of criteria mm-hmm. uh, for this. We've got nostalgia, pop cultural impact, fisticuffs, and personal preference. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we do have two ways for the audience to vote, and uh, both they did. Um, yeah. <laughs> just to be upfront, I, uh, I had an issue setting up the, uh, the Twitter poll this mm. week. Uh, I set it for one day by accident, so I, then yeah. I had to yeah. redo it. But uh, I, I did take the, the votes from the previous poll uh, mm-hmm. into account for, for this one, and I, I checked the percentages. Guys, I had to do math oh on Sunday God. morning. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even do math on a regular <laughs> on days a of the day. week. <laughs> uh, so so this, this took some work. But, uh, but yeah, so we've got the audience votes here as well. Good. But, uh, but yeah, so should we go ahead and jump into the nostalgia? Yeah, let's things? do it. Okay. So... Um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really grow up with, with Star Wars. I grew up with Star Trek The Next Generation mm-hmm. in particular. Yeah. Um, and it was something that uh, I latched onto pretty early. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of those shows that even though it was, um, it like started when I uh, was younger, 
and I was just like all about like cartoons and everything, but it had a, uh, like a certain quality to it that made it feel um, more, uh, it just felt more interesting to me mm-hmm. yeah. than a lot of other shows with like live actors in them. Plus mm-hmm. it had um, LeVar Burton in it, who I yeah. loved in Reading Rainbow, uh-huh. so he's yeah. kind of the, the, uh, the, the entrance into that world. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was awesome that he looked like uh, uh, he was blind, but he had that visor on his uh-huh. eyes, and he, re- he reminded me of RoboCop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then later, uh, I would think of uh, that visor as something that Cyclops from the X Men wears. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, that's that's kind of my my uh, nostalgia is going to mm-hmm. go for um, for the next generation and mm-hmm. that whole the whole thing. And like I talked about the uh, the original series, they caught some reruns here and there. Yeah. Um, but they at the time I didn't think they held up so well especially mm-hmm. with some of the, the aliens like I remember liking the episode where Kirk uh, Kirk fights the, the lizard monster thing mm-hmm. like he gets beamed down to that planet and he gets to fight that dude with the rubber head <laughs> yeah but uh, it, it did look uh, did look pretty cheesy but you oh, know yeah, you, yeah. you have to take into consideration the budget they yeah. had you know, back especially then, at so. the time yeah yeah um, now uh, what, what about you what about you on yeah, that? so uh, I'll kind of say some of my stuff, and then I have some, some questions about yours mm-hmm. as well. Because, um, like I said, I, I jumped around a lot more, I think, with Star Trek than I did with Star Wars. Like, at least with Star Wars, like the movies are like the main thing. Like that's how it started, and that's what's what like, carried it through. And then over time, they've done like novels and comic books and um, some TV shows and like some like animated shows and stuff. Um, but you have like more of a through line, and I, I've stuck with that with all the movies. Like, obviously, I've seen all of those. And then uh, Star Trek, though, it's like it started with a TV show that didn't do that well and like came back and then they did some movies and it's like jumped around a lot more and I haven't stuck with a lot of that. So I was curious with you, like I, I didn't really, I'm kind of with you. I watched a few other episodes of the original series, uh, mainly because my dad, he grew up with that and like that and everything. And he's like a big sci-fi fan, a big like B-movie sci-fi fan as well. So he likes kind of that like 60s vibe of like the effects are kind of bad, but it's all cheesy, but fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, uh, so I watched some of those, but I also was like a huge fan of the Next Generation. Um, not so much as like I remember anymore. I don't. I haven't seen those episodes in a long, long time. I've, I've thought about it because they re-released them on like Blu-ray with like new HD masters and stuff, which is really cool. So it's all like widescreen, like uh, it would be shot today, and and uh, so that's neat. I've just never gotten back into it, but I did like that series a ton growing up. And I was also, I, like I said, I'm more of a, a Jean-Luc Picard fan, um, and that's what introduced me to Patrick Stewart, really. Um, as an actor, and I've, I've liked him ever since, but I thought he was such a good captain, and I never really was a fan of Kirk, but um, I also liked the whole crew of The Next Generation, and then leading from that, I watched more of the movies, not all of them again, but more of the movies of that crew, um, like Star Trek Generations, which is okay, but Star Trek First Contact, I'm actually curious to watch again. I liked that movie a whole lot, where they go back in, in time and like visit the guy who first created the warp drive on Earth, and uh, I thought that was a cool concept, and... Um, so like for, for you as well, like I didn't really grow up on the original movies at all. Like I only watched Wrath of Khan and like whenever uh, Star Trek Into Darkness was coming out. It was the first time I ever watched Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I've, I haven't seen most of those movies though. I was never, I really grew up on those. It was really like the Star Trek, um, uh, the next generation that really like did everything for me. So or is that kind of similar for you for the movies and stuff? Yeah, and I'm glad you asked me this question because earlier this week on iTunes, they had a bundle of the original 10 Star Trek movie, so uh-huh. everything essentially outside of the J.J. Abrams reboot, mm-hmm. uh, and it was on sale for like 30 bucks, and I 
again, I had to do some math. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't have a calculator. I only have an abacus. So it, it really took some time. But uh, I ended up buying that bundle. So I've got oh. all of the Star Trek movies. Interesting. At this point. Okay. Uh, and I figured I would go back and, and watch them in order. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I started with the first, uh, the first movie, uh-huh. which I've, I've never seen. Uh, okay. I think the only movie I've seen... Or the only movies I've seen are um, like a couple of the next generation movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the the OG movies are, yeah. are new. So I started watching the first movie, uh-huh. and it takes its <laughs> fucking time. Like it is, holy shit. Yeah. Like I, I bought it and I started watching it and I saw that there was a um, uh, like on the the menu screen it has the director's cut and I thought, oh, oh yeah, I don't I don't want to watch anything that's like too long. Uh-huh. So I just watched the regular version. Oh, okay. It took forever. First of all, there's like an hour, and, or not an hour, a, a minute and like 41 seconds worth of just like a black screen with some music playing. Huh, weird. And then before that, it yeah. ever gets to the the like actual movie starting, where it has like the Paramount uh-huh. logo and all of that shit. But uh, yeah, like the, every scene in this movie takes for fucking ever. <laughs> like if somebody's walking somewhere, you see the background and then you see them like slowly like walk into frame. Or if you see a uh, the the Klingon ships that open the movie, those like sl- <laughs> you see them from a distance, and then you can the the camera like slowly like pans up to them, and then eventually cranes over the top of the center ship, and then like spins around, and then you can like the camera gets behind it, and you can see the Klingon ship is flying into this like I don't know, it's like a uh, like space anomaly or whatever. Uh-huh. Takes its time, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really makes me I've appreciate uh, yeah. the the first Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, I, I tried to uh, rewatch the first Star Wars. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and um, it was a little bit slower than mm-hmm. I remember it being. But I mean, there's a lot of ground to lay, and I ended up not finishing watching it. Yeah, I thought, oh, this is is kind of slow. Uh, it seems like a Fast and Furious movie. Compared uh, to uh, this first, <laughs> movie, so. well, I mean, compared to that, like, uh, especially like a minute and a half of black screen and like everything's just like slow. Like Star Wars starts with the crawl, but it's kind of cool and interesting and different. Yeah. And then yeah. immediately it's like two ships following each other, shooting at each other and stuff. Like it gets yeah. like right into it, you know. So yeah, yeah. definitely different there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I I watched the I tried to rewatch some of those old movies. Uh, I watched the first one, but it's been years now. And then I watched I watched the Wrath of Khan. And I think that's where I stopped because I heard the rest of them were kind of bad and I was just like not that into it because that first one is so bad. But today when I was doing my research, I read about that first movie and like, uh, first off, I thought it was interesting. They talked about how, uh, you know, the show had done well in syndication and then it was like Star Wars coming out and then also uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind coming out. They kind of convinced them that people liked sci-fi and like would go pay and like they were like two of the biggest movies of all time, like in the same summer or whatever, the same year. And uh, so that's what kind of, um, they were gonna do like a second series called Phase Two, and then that kind of got scrapped, a second TV series, and then um, they were like, hey, let's like morph this into a a movie, and they kind of rushed everything. And the director though, I didn't know this, um, I can't remember his name right now, something Wise, like Robert Wise or something, he he had directed The Sound of Music, and um, uh, what's the other one? Maria, 
Da, 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 Maria. That you're, you're, you're bouncing that off of the wrong person. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense, because you guy. don't like musicals. Uh, West Side Story. He did West Side Story and then The Sound of Music. He's like a huge... <laughs> <Never really> got that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, uh, a huge director, though. He, those got like Academy Awards and stuff. Like He's like a, a good guy. He also um, uh, won for best editing uh, Citizen Kane, which is fucking crazy. It's oh, wow. like widely regarded as one of the best movies of all time or whatever, so... Uh, he's like a really good director and they brought him on for Star Trek but everything was rushed so I didn't know until today that he had a director's cut like you mentioned and apparently he changed some scenes in the pacing because he didn't like some things and he like did some he did a, a George Lucas he pulled George Lucas in 2001 and did some new special effects like some CGI stuff um, but I'd be curious to go back and watch that version of it because I haven't seen the original Star Trek movie in a long time but um, Wrath of Khan I thought was good but I don't hold it in such regard like most people do like people love that fucking movie um, but yeah, I was curious to see like what you had watched of those, because um, I wasn't really big into it. Obviously, you're you weren't and, and aren't <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, as well. But um, the newer stuff, like First Contact, I liked a lot. Um, it's really the only one of the, new, the next generation that I, I really dug. But but then the uh, the the show, I liked of that obviously a whole lot. So uh, so that's my Star Trek kind of nostalgia, and I do have a, I hold that in high regard. I, I love that show um, so much at the time when I was growing up, and I just haven't really like. It doesn't hold the same weight that Star Wars has. Like it hasn't, you know, kept up with me. I, I don't care to go watch that show. Maybe eventually someday I would, but I still haven't done it. Obviously, you know, it's not something I I, I hold in such high regard. I guess so. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars, though, obviously we've talked a lot about it on the show. I grew up on that, like most people did, um, or a lot of people did, and and I, uh, I I love those movies so much. They are so like near and dear to my heart growing up, and so. Even though I haven't talked about it as much on this episode, whatever, I just I know I haven't talked about Star Trek ever, so I want to kind of get that out of the way. But Star Wars to me, it's like this weird thing where it's like I have this um, this love. It's like this childhood love that carries people through. Like anybody that that grew up with those and watched those as a kid, like you still look at those feelings. Like I get that like the first Star Wars that came out is like slower, uh, especially versus like the newer ones and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, even the other ones in that series, like Empire got like the action and, and all the plot got heavier and bigger and better and everything. But uh, there's something about those that like it still holds this like childlike quality. Like when I watch that and that, that music comes on and Star Wars goes up and the crawl starts going and it just like my heart fucking jumps like nearly every time. Like mm -hmm. it still does that to me. And so it's like it's still like it's almost like this nostalgia like nostalgia in general, you know, it was like, oh, I, I might not even pay that much attention to it anymore, but I have good feelings about it from when I grew up. Uh, but it's like it's it, it's it's this weird thing where it's been able to stay with me through my adulthood. I still feel like I have this great love, but I also have a, it's current. Um, right. So I remember it, but it's also like I can remember it because I still feel it. So <laughs> yeah. um, it's definitely it's the winner to me for my nostalgia because it's uh, it's it has much more of a lasting impact on me. So okay, good. Yeah, I will uh, put that down for you. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, on on the nostalgia thing here, um, really my only exposure to Star Wars as a uh, as a youth mm -hmm. was my friend Ross had a Boba Fett action figure, and I was like, uh, uh -huh. "What is this?" He's like, "Oh, it's from Star Wars." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I didn't see the the original Star Wars trilogy until I was like 13 or 14. Okay. Um, and uh, I did think that Empire was my favorite. So later in mm -hmm. life, when I saw uh, Clerks, and they were talking about, um, oh yeah, you know the the best Star Wars movie, I was like, I got one right. <laughs> proud of myself. Nice. Um, uh, and uh, oh, on that note, I would say yeah. that 
growing up, uh, Return of the Jedi was always my favorite, uh, which is widely regarded as well as like uh, the childish like version of those movies. Like it has like the Ewoks. It's like certain people, depending when you were born and when you saw those movies, mm-hmm. you either hate the Ewoks, you love them, and I fucking love those guys. <laughs> uh, and so it's like I I always love that movie so much. But you're good because you did score points that you know. Liking Empire early on is kind of like the that's the the known better movie, and now as an adult, I realize that's the better movie. But as a kid, I definitely gravitated towards the last one. So see, I bet if I would have saw it when I was younger, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I would have gone with Jedi as well, just because of the uh, the teddy bear picnic yep. or whatever. It's just so much fun, man. They live in tree houses. I fucking love tree houses. Everything about it was awesome. Yeah. Um, now uh, I was in a band later in life uh, when I was like 18 to I don't know like 20. Something like that. I was in a in a band, and uh, I was a, a DJ in a metal band mm-hmm. when that was a thing. And um, in one of our songs, like I used a uh, a Star Wars sample. Uh, oh yeah. It, uh, where it was, uh, I think it was Emperor Palpatine. Is that the guy that wears the mm-hmm. hood? Yeah. With the the weird like onion face or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it that way, but yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, like there's a sample where he said, "You have been well trained, my young apprentice." Uh-huh. It would be no match for you, <laughs> and uh, and I put that at the beginning of the song, and I was like, I think it's from Star Wars, but I don't know which one. I think it was actually from uh, Episode One. We're talking about. Oh, Darth that's Maul. funny. Yeah, I so, wonder. So, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, Never even, I don't I didn't even see these. It, it doesn't yeah. even make sense in the context of the song. I think I just threw it in there as a joke. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so was, was everybody in the band like, fuck yeah? Well, or they, they like, just not care. They're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, nerd. <laughs> You're the DJ. Because <laughs> <laughs> now if you well, sample he, stuff from that, people are like, yeah. Like people yeah. know that, you know, like the songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was not always the case. Yeah. <laughs> no, people go. would be like, how come you didn't pick one of the good movies? To put this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> put Yoda in there, you idiot. <laughs> uh, I wish you would have sampled uh, uh, little little Anakin from that because I fucking hate that kid in that movie so much. But if you were like, it's working, it's working. <laughs> People are like, no, man, don't use that. Don't use that. <laughs> what about the, uh, what was that weird, like, um, the, the guy that, like, flies around? He's like an alien guy who uh, has parts that he's trying to sell. Oh, uh, Watto. Watto, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What if I put a sample of him talking in there? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> you could. Or, or uh, some of the aliens from that uh Super exciting, like council meeting they have or whatever. Oh, or it's yeah. just like an Asian stereotype. I'd have, to, <laughs> I'd have to go to cultural sensitivity training. You start the song with like a five minute dialogue between just guys <laughs> sitting around a circle. <laughs> oh boy. Way um, to open it up. Yeah. So because I started a song with episode one, uh, I'm uh, I have no choice but to uh, give my point to Star Trek for this one. Yeah. There <laughs> as, you go. As punishment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm a, a, a Star Trek The Next Generation guy. Have a mm-hmm. lot of nostalgia sure. for that. Plus, they have a, a, a character on the show whose real name is Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. One of us got out there. One of us made it. Yeah. And I do mean that one of us made it. So. <laughs> <laughs> he has my loyalty. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always liked Data. Uh, he was always awesome. And then uh, he was also the doctor in Independence Day. The, the long hair <laughs> and stuff. Uh, on my phone, uh, my iPhone, if I want to check my plan, you can always uh, call data. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, <laughs> for the image for that, I found a picture of data from the next generation. Oh, awesome. And, and use that as my uh, my picture 
for that. Man, I, I wish they would get uh, Brent Spiner to do like a, a voiceover for that when you call. Like that he uh, would that just would like tell awesome, you. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just like, it's just like a boring joke. text. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know what that, yeah. 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 That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is be fun because um, this is kind of what I was talking about is I'm, I'm intrigued by how this episode would go uh, mm-hmm. with Star Wars and Star Trek. I know you're not a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um, more kind of recently, it seems. So, um, so yeah, there you go. We're split there. So, yep. Well, let's jump over to pop cultural impact. Yeah, let's do that. So, um, Star Wars just... toys. Yeah. Big, big seller, right? Yep. yep. Uh, did you have those when you were younger? Um, I had uh, hand me downs, as, as uh, the time indicated as well, from my, my older brothers and stuff. Uh, my oldest brother, Jeff, was born in like 76. Uh, my other, my brother Danny, who's been on the show, was born in 78, I think. And, uh, so they grew up, like, right amongst that. Like, Danny remembers going to Return of the Jedi in theater, um, which is really cool. And, and so they, they were, like, prime time, uh, whenever all those toys were coming out. So I got a lot of their hand-me-downs and stuff. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, so love those, yeah. Did you have a lot of the, like, main characters? Or were these just, like... You know, I don't really remember. Uh, I think there was, like, they had, like, a Death Star... Um, like set or something that like opened up and had like different like levels and stuff you could like play on whatever with the different characters I don't remember like a ton of it um, we had some different ships I think we had a Millennium Falcon I'm pretty sure um, I don't remember any of the actual characters that we had necessarily though um, it's funny like even though like I, I mentioned like I, I grew up with those movies and stuff I don't remember the first time I watched them mm-hmm. it's one of those things that, like, maybe that's even why it's even more ingrained in me that it was just always around you know yeah like it was on TV and we had taped copies or whatever and that's how I remember watching it like on VHS but I don't really remember like the toys necessarily I don't remember like the first time I watched it or watching it a ton I, I just they were always around always on and stuff um, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually remember I haven't seen it in years but the Star Wars Christmas special um, that's highly derided by most fans I remember that as a kid liking it and stuff I don't remember it anymore like anything that happens in it but I remember like watching that uh, as a kid and everything so uh, yeah, it's just kind of always around, but yeah, I don't remember any of the direct like characters that I had. <laughs> uh, there was an episode of Hideous Energy where they watched the, um, the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, awesome! And uh, boy, uh, Austin Wilson, who is a, a big Star Wars fan, uh, he uh, he hated it. <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. I've heard it's horrible. Yeah, that's why uh, I want to watch it so bad. Yeah. yeah. I think it's on YouTube. I think that's how, oh, yeah? how awesome. I watched it. So yeah, cool. Might be might be worth uh, checking out. Maybe I don't know. Maybe? I hear it's very long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and there's some uh, some cool animated parts. But yeah, the, the oh, show itself yeah. is just it's not in canon or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, probably for the best. They, um, I, George Lucas like tried to bury it and stuff and act like it never happened. Apparently, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Right. Once the mouse gets a hold of it, you best right. believe yeah. it's going to be available. <laughs> so. so um, yeah, I, uh, clearly I didn't have any Star Wars toys. My friend Ross had, had that mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Uh, I think he probably had some others, but um, I just remember that one. But uh, as far as Star Trek toys go, mm-hmm. I have a hard time like picturing even what they what they look yeah. like. Like I remember Star Trek The Next Generation toys from uh, when I was young, mm-hmm. and I would go buy like Ninja Turtle toys or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and those being on the racks. But otherwise, there's not like a uniform um, Star Trek like toy line or whatever mm-hmm. like all of the the star wars figures for the most part like they have that standard star wars size mm-hmm. um that's that's not really the case for star trek and they yeah. went through different um manufacturers and and whatnot um, i watched the episode of the toys that made us about star mm-hmm. trek and it was it was pretty fascinating like the different um 
the different toys that they offered when the original series came out. They would just like hmm. slap a Star Trek sticker on oh, that's funny. whatever that that toy manufacturer had, uh-huh. and just it, like they had um, so like construction vehicles, like a bulldozer and a dump truck and everything, <laughs> and they changed it to like they put a Star Trek sticker on it, and they just called it like. Astro Lifter, or you know something. Oh, like that, that is fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Somebody won that marketing game. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! But they licensed the shit out of all of that stuff. But, That's really funny. Um, outside of a, a like an Enterprise, uh, mm-hmm. like toy, uh, a toy of the USS Enterprise, I should say. Um, I, I can't really think of any like popular Star Trek merchandise. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. I know when new Star Wars toys come out, there's like a big rush at uh, mm-hmm. Toys R Us, I would say. But you know, rest in peace. Yeah. You know, God bless. Um, uh, there used to be like a big rush for for those crowds to go out and get those newest toys and everything, and um, not not really the case for Star Trek. I know mm-hmm. there's some more modern like um, collectors, uh, like high quality Star Trek toys that I mean mm-hmm. they look cool, mm-hmm. but it's not. I mean it's like for a specific market. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't think the, uh, <laughs> the Star Trek toys are as uh, prominent. Yeah, yeah. Pop culture. Literally, the only thing I can think of that's not even really a toy, but it's like you would see like in a Sky Mall magazine, also rest in peace, uh, <laughs> or something like like a mail order thing is like a, you can get like a phaser remote for your TV that looks mm-hmm. like the Star Trek phasers and stuff. But like other than that, like I can't picture a single thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like it. So that's funny. Yeah, but they're out there, so whatever. Um, so a- another funny thing about the uh, the Star Trek episode of the toys that made us is that. Star Wars is actually mentioned in it quite a bit. Uh, like oh, it yeah. comes up several times That's where they compare the two, and um, that wasn't the case for the Star Wars mm-hmm. episode. Um, I know it could just be like how the documentary was shot, but it is important for comparison's sake between those two properties because one led to the other essentially. Mm-hmm. Like um, the 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 resurgence and popularity of Star Trek was mainly because of Star Wars being a thing, mm-hmm. like you had mentioned, and um, there were Star Wars toys that were popular, so they had to make Star Trek toys as well. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's no no competition there. Um, now, for for like the music for both series, I think they're both pretty um, pretty popular, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to say the least. Like uh-huh. I, I can um, I can hear the music for the original Star Trek in my head mm-hmm. uh, where it has like the, the the theremin that plays it has that weird like whining tone to it uh-huh. um, and then the same thing for Star Trek The Next Generation where it has more of a, a brassy feel to it mm-hmm. um, but I mean come on you can't you can't compete with John yeah. Williams Star Wars <laughs> theme yeah. you, just, you just can't do it it's just so so out there mm-hmm. uh, when I went to go see so epic yeah when I went to go see Epic's uh, why am I having? <laughs> you, you took all the the app out of it. Um, the uh, when I went to go see episode seven, okay, there yeah, yeah. was um, it, it, the, the the crawl starts with the uh, Star <laughs> starts with the Star Wars theme. Uh, oh, Star what Wars. a day! Star Wars. Uh, we're all having a good time, guys. <laughs> Um, and e- even with that, like not having um, that, not being that invested in Star Wars, it just gets your your blood pumping, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah sure. I have to, I have to, I have to uh, side with Star Wars on this one. I think it's right. far yeah. more popular. 
Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is uh, the box office for the oh, yeah, series of movies. So, um, so for all of the Star Trek movies, so going back to 1979, so the, the original mm-hmm. first uh, Star Trek movie, going all the way through 2016's Star Trek Beyond, mm-hmm. so this includes the, the reboot, um, altogether it has earned, let's see here, uh, $2.2 billion. Hmm, interesting. Uh, with a, uh, sorry, I had a notification pop up, uh, with a net profit of $1.3 billion okay. on that, so not not too shabby there. Yeah, um, more than I expected, actually, yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, lot of movies in that in that <laughs> realm, though, yeah, so. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, now, Star Wars, um, less movies. Mm-hmm. Overall, uh, and I've got figures here from going back to A New Hope through The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So this isn't uh, okay. including Solo, but the box office for uh, Star Wars, all the Star Wars movies, is eight point nine billion dollars. Holy shit! Wow. With a net profit of <laughs> seven point eight billion. Wow. So keep it you know, tighter normally, too. Normally, I like to look up um, Facebook likes and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know number of Instagram. Uh, hashtags or whatever, but this is where literally where the, the money is made right here. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all you need to know on that. That's side crazy. Of uh, yeah, they they're just making uh, money, dick over tits over there. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was thinking too when you said the two point two billion for Star Trek, I was like, yeah, that's a good number, and I was like, I think that's around what they sold that to Disney for from Lucasfilm. <laughs> I think that's what he sold the whole thing, and like they because they, they'll know they'll make way more than that, so that makes sense. Holy yeah. shit, though, that's crazy. I didn't know it was that big of a difference. Yeah. Um, or that that was that high for, uh, I've never really heard the total series of Star Wars, like what they've made. So, damn. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's proofs of the pudding. Um, mm-hmm. So, I would say, uh, I liked your points about the toys. That was Star Trek in, in general, Star Wars, sorry, in general is um, kind of like, it was, it was so different and new at the time. Uh, nobody had seen anything quite like that and the effects and everything. And it was so visionary and it's launched this big, uh, sci-fi, you know, cultural ch- shift, whatever, since then, of, like, the, the sci-fi blockbuster. And it's funny that Star Trek came out first, but then Star Wars coming out is what caused the first Star Trek movie to come out and caused them kind of... They did everything after that, even though it was first. And I don't really see any influences, personally, from Star Trek in Star Wars. Like, there are other things that would definitely influenced uh, George Lucas. He talks about his love of, like, car races and stuff, and that's kind of lends itself to the ships and stuff he has in there and the different styles of ships. He talks about like uh, World War II dogfights, and that's kind of what he went for with the space battles, um, like the serials that I had mentioned, like Flash Gordon and that kind of stuff as an influence. And uh, but nothing with Star Trek. Like I don't think that really led into anything with that. So in general, it's funny because I think you'd have to just give cultural impact, pop cultural impact to uh, Star Wars because it it did everything for Star Trek that like really made it what it is. Yep. They kind of came after and did everything, kind of just got copied a little bit. Um, but I, I recognize that they're both, they both have their, their huge fan bases. Um, they both have a, a large impact on uh, sci-fi in general. And, um, and I'll get into some more stuff in my personal preference section about uh, some of the aspects of the, the themes and stuff in both movies, but especially Star Trek that I find intriguing and stuff. But if you just talk about pop cultural impact alone, I, I think it, it, it's hands down Star Wars. It's, that is such a, a, a shift that you can see from the summer of 77, whatever, on. Uh, of how like the world has been different since then, and uh, and Star Trek just doesn't really hold the the same weight. So uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, give it to Star Wars. Sure. 
Um, and real quick, one correction, just so yeah. we don't get eviscerated. Oh. Uh, this is a very nerdy topic. I know we're going to have nerdy people listen. There nerdy you go. people eviscerate us. So yeah. uh, uh, Disney bought Lucasfilm for $4 billion. So okay, yeah. Twice the amount that, uh, Damn. that the movies, uh, the Star Trek movies made. So Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of uh, money. A lot of yeah, money. and they're going to make more for more. forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. Although uh, I've heard that Solo is doing really poorly at the box office. Uh, that's, that's surprising to me. Way worse than they expected, yeah. Uh, which, I, oh, I wanted, I'm glad I mentioned that too because I wanted to bring up, the first time I watched Solo, like the the, the day afterwards um, before we got to the podcast, mm-hmm. I was really middle of the road. I would have said it was uh, Sam Adams. And then when we talked about it on the podcast, I was like, no, I'll go a little bit more. It's hands, um, which everybody knows on our scale is a little bit more. And... Uh, and, and thinking back on it, I'm going back to uh, Sam Adams for my, my rating on Solo. Um, I have forgotten most of the movie uh, okay. because I don't care about it. I don't think I will ever watch it again. Uh, I mean, it, it'll happen, I'm sure, sometime, whatever. I might pick it up again, but I have no uh, desire to watch it again uh, at this point. I realize, like, so many of the things, like, uh, my point stands, and for me, that uh, I just didn't need it. I didn't need the backstory on a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, especially his name. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of like, it's, it's not as good as I, as I wanted it to be. And like, I'm thinking back on it even more. It went down a little bit So oh, really? okay. <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> for me. So well, I'm going to, I'm going to keep mine at hands, you know? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair hands enough. across America. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So let's move on to fisticuffs. Speaking of hands. Yeah. This is, this is the punching and feet portion of, uh, of the, I love that. It's, really, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, boy, how do we do this, you know? How mm. do you how do you pit one franchise against another? Um, well, I mean, let, let's go to Twitter, shall we? Yes. One Mr. Kent Blue, again of the Roll to Play podcast fame, on our poll, he said, a Star War totally beats a Star Trek in a fight. He says, um, I mean, an, an actual physical war, mm-hmm. uh, like a Star War versus a Star Trek, it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Which is, it's fine. Like, it's geared toward, like, war is uh-huh. in the name, you know? That is I have, part of it. I have no more to say about the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's 100% accurate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of all right there. Um, and I was trying to think, like, uh, can, can anything beat the power of a Death Star? Clearly, you can blow up a Death Star, mm-hmm. but can anything from the Star Trek yeah, universe no. beat that? Like. You've got you've got the Borgs, which is in a big like mm-hmm. square spaceship, mm-hmm. which is also big, yeah. but it's like a Ooh, bunch yeah, of moving robots. Yeah, if you put like the Borg in there, you know, ship. Yeah, against the Death Star, I'd say the Death Star any day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, it's not that they. I mean, they have some things, but uh, again, what I'll get into uh, in the personal preference thing. The, the ideas behind the Star Trek universe I like a lot. It's like altruistic and stuff. It's um, uh, a peacekeeping mission or whatever. But when you have like, and the, and the rebellion and stuff, like in the resistance later on in Star Wars, like they want it to be like a peaceful universe and a, or a peaceful galaxy. But um, it's mostly about war. And then in Star Trek, it's mostly about peace. And then they have some conflicts around that. But when you put them, when you, you know, pit them against each other, it's kind of like, well, Star, Star Trek seems a, a little bit, you know, uh, ill-equipped to to fight in the Star Wars. Yeah. If you were to take the Enterprise for for one and put it into 
the Star Wars universe against like a, a Star Destroyer, I'd be like, well, probably probably gonna be destroyed. Yeah, like that's that, that's how I feel about it. So I think the the like classic example is like which is faster, the USS Enterprise or mm. the Millennium Falcon, which mm. is what I used for our uh, our Instagram poll. Oh. Um, but there's just like so much bigger shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. I mean, there, there's no contest. Like you said, yeah. what's the point of even going further? And we did, so, but. Yeah. <laughs> 20 more minutes. Um, How much more can we talk about this? Yeah. In summation, yeah, what we said uh, 48 minutes ago. Yeah. Star Wars wins. Yeah, I think uh, I think it has to for some fisticuffs. So yeah, yeah. So congratulations. Now, if this were a different set of criteria that we mm-hmm. had, like this is just you know the third bit of criteria for all of our pop culture combats. Yeah. Like if we had a criteria that was banging hot alien chicks oh, for some yeah. reason, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Star Trek wins. You yeah. know, it's gonna happen. Actually, I think Star Lord would be brought into that mix oh. and secret, you know, third option. So. Oh yeah. Because he was really banging them, we know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's an incredible uh, jizz joke in *Guardians of the Galaxy*. I was trying to bring it up to you, but I didn't know how. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to the the final bit of criteria, which mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. of course, personal preference. And um, what what are uh, which way are you leaning on this one? Yeah, I, so, I have an idea, but not sure. Yeah. Um, it's. I'm gonna state up, start, like just from the get go. Star Star Wars is winning this for me. Like personal preference, I like Star Wars. Like I said, I still like them a lot. I still get giddy to watch them, like I did when I was a kid. Star Trek. Um, I I really like the uh, newer movies a lot. I love J.J. Abrams, which is why I love Episode Seven, and I'm super excited for Episode Nine of Star Wars. But his reboot of Star Trek, I thought was so cool, and the the Kelvin timeline that they've changed things up in. Um, that movie is so beautifully shot, and it's such a, a, a reinvigoration of that series. And uh, also, I wanted to point out, they came out in 2009, and as an adult, I, I have this weird thing where, like, decades don't mean anything anymore. They're, like, years, and it's so fucking weird to think that's almost a decade ago now. Oh, shit, yeah. Isn't that right. insane? Next year, yeah. May, yeah, May. It was May of 2009 is when it came out. That's, like, so fucking crazy to me that we have, like, one more year left for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that movie is so good. I, I am a pretty big fan of Star Trek Into Darkness. I thought that was a really good follow-up as well. Um, hey, you know what? Me too. A lot of people hey, shit on it. Yes, because it's right? like, it's like a Wrath of Khan, yeah. but like reversed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it should have never been spoiled. Yeah, it should have just been out there, but yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I've never seen Wrath of Khan, so. Oh, there you <laughs> go. It's <laughs> four. I, I got to say. for what it was. Yeah, going back and watching the Wrath of Khan, which is beloved uh, for the Trekkies in the world, uh, mm. it's so, like, the effects and, like, the costuming and stuff, it's hilarious when you do watch it, uh, especially versus the the dark and gritty, like, version of, of J.J. Abrams uh, and what he did in Star Trek Into Darkness. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I liked the movie a lot, and kind of like we mentioned with uh, watching Days of Future Past again and not liking it, I, I everybody hated it on uh, Into Darkness so much, even though it has, like, a pretty good rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think overall fans are, like okay on it that just some people really shit on it for some reason but i watched it again a few years later and i loved it even more i was like no this is great the plot line is cool the effects are awesome like all that stuff um uh, i was gonna say edgar wright but simon Pegg, i think is a great addition to that that series he's so funny oh, yeah. in that role um i love everybody they cast in those roles and stuff they're all so great and uh i still have i've only seen parts of uh star trek beyond 
which was co-written by Simon Pegg. Uh, but uh, I'm just not as big of a fan. Like once JJ left, it kind of took a little of the air out of it. But again, I'm not that big of a fan for all of the stuff in Star Trek like I am more for like Star Wars. Like I'll always go see all of the movies for Star Wars. I don't really, I still have like not really given myself much of a chance. I don't really care to, to go see Star Trek Beyond uh, that much. Um, that's kind of indicative of that. But but what I did want to mention though is um, Star, Star Trek to me though, I love so much because um, it fits more in my idea of one, what the world or the, the galaxy or the universe should be like um, in my general views of like politics and uh, economies and like anything like that, um, just humanity in general. Um, but I, I think it's really interesting how they portrayed it. I was reading the stuff about uh, Roddenberry, who created Star Trek, and how he kind of snuck things in because it was an alien world and alien technology and all this stuff. How he was able to comment on like the Vietnam War and race and religion and all this different mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, uh, what, like some of the issues that they, uh, this is from the Wikipedia, they they depicted um, war and peace. The value of personal loyalty, authoritarianism, imperialism, class warfare, economics, racism, religion, human rights, sexism, feminism, and the role of technology. And um, it's how uh, – what I was going to say was it's, it's not only how I want to see the world, how I think we should be and like what the goals we should aim for, but it's also how I generally like my sci-fi. I love Star Wars so much for what it is. Um, but like same kind of ways, like I love Independence Day. I like big action-y like alien movies where they're coming to like destroy Earth. Those are always really fun, and they, they seem to be more prevalent. But like, if I boil it down, my some of my favorite sci-fi movies are Contact and Interstellar, ones that it's like aliens or, or something out there that are trying to help us. Like, I, I imagine that the the goal of our future of humanity is going to be a peaceful one and not a violent one. So I don't think that it in my mind I don't think that any alien species that is far beyond us would have gone the violent route. I think they would have gone the peaceful route. So they would come to help us or be on a peaceful mission rather than actually like wanting to destroy us. And that yeah. kind of gears towards more what I liked. But I wanted to read this quote. This is from Roddenberry. He said, uh, by creating a new world with new rules, I could make statements about sex, religion, Vietnam, politics, and intercontinental missiles. Indeed, we did make them on Star Trek. We were sending messages, and fortunately, they all got by the network. If you talked about purple people on a far-off planet, they, the TV network, never really caught on. They were more concerned about cleavage. They would actually go send a sensor down to measure a woman's cleavage to make sure that too much of her breast wasn't showing. And that's like what they cared about at the time. And he was able to like kind of put those things past. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because when I think about like the way that the Star Trek universe shaped um, and the way that it's kind of like the uh, United Federation of Planets, it's kind of like what the UN could have been, like what he wanted it to be. And, uh, and all that kind of stuff is all kind of like based in reality and like what we should kind of should be our goals or whatever so yeah. uh, i've always been fascinated by by that aspect of the star trek universe um but still at the end of the day i'm my personal preference lies with star wars those characters are laser amazing. swords yeah they have laser swords <laughs> phasers don't have you know you can't fucking there you go if we if we did the fisticuffs that's a good one phasers versus laser swords mm -hmm. they would just you know hit those phasers out of the air and be like whatever fuck you, you guys are dead for the audience at home steven wiggled his hands back and forth as if he had two invisible dildos you know. <laughs> he's slapping together oh my god uh but yeah so that kind of thing you know um the only other thing i would say for personal preference is uh i don't have a preference on either of these but uh, we haven't talked about like the design of things i i'm just mm -hmm. fascinated by the way that the ships in Star Trek are designed, it's kind of cool, some of the, the technology they have. Um, but again, Star Wars to me, like 
the design is like a little more gritty and uh, realistic, even though Star Trek is supposed to take place in like our galaxy, uh, like hundreds of years in the future. Um, Star Wars is supposed to take place in a different galaxy far away and like a long, long time ago. It's kind of interesting too, that, I, that dichotomy there that one is actually in the past and one's in the future. Uh, but I, I find more grounded reality in Star Wars, um, I guess, uh, overall. But uh, I just want to kind of mention that I like the design aspects of both of those shows, at the, much like I like any kind of sci-fi movie and the way they design things. But uh, so for me, personal preference would go to Star Wars. Okay. Uh, well said. Well put. Uh, I have to agree with you on a lot of that stuff. Uh, except the opposite, bitch. What? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, but um, so on, on, on the Star Wars side of things, uh, mm. I like the, the design of, of the droids uh, and mm. a lot yep. of the, the alien designs. I think they look pretty cool. Um, I didn't really get into a lot of the characters until the most recent trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't have that nostalgia for them. Like, I get it. I yeah. get why Princess Leia was so awesome and important. Um, same, same thing with Han. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chewbacca as well. Yep. Uh, sorry, uh, Chewy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start calling him Chewy. <laughs> it's just easier. It's easier to say. Yeah, <laughs> I just came up with that. So yeah. almost, anybody can use it. Almost though. like I didn't even. I didn't even need to mention it. But yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I just want to spell it out for people. Um, <laughs> so the, the the thing with Star Wars um, is it it, it kind of hues a little a little too close to like religion. I don't think it's like mm-hmm. a one to one comparison, but um, it's really like. Um, like an unknown force out there. Yeah. I mean, like, of course, there are midichlorians, uh, which I know people hate. I barely know what it is, but yeah. uh, I don't know. We don't discuss them. It. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> um, so, um, but, you know, Star Trek, it, it fo- focuses more on technology and, um, you know, that type of thing. It, it, mm-hmm. More science-based. It's not 100% accurate all the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Other than, uh, you know, I mean, science changes for us in, mm. in reality, so it's, it's hard to reflect that in, in fiction until we figure it out ourselves, right? Mm. But um, I, I do like the idea of science exploration, just going to different planets, mm-hmm. interacting with people, kind of like you were saying. Um, uh, I, I, it seems like that's probably going to be the, the way of the future if we mm-hmm. do get into like intergalactic travel and everything. It, it'd be more focused on trying to learn and get along with other cultures out there. Um, yeah. Depending on who's president, uh, when when that happens, things could change wildly. Yeah. Um, but uh, I but just yeah, hope I mean, that I, Hulk Hogan is is uh, on a peace finding mission whenever he's president, and uh, it'll be nice. <laughs> Let us all pray. <laughs> pray for his safety. <laughs> God save the Hulk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in, in in Star Trek, there was like a, a utopian future where that's that's something they could focus on. It's like we we've, we've essentially solved. Uh, all or at least most of our earthly based problems so let's focus mm-hmm. on the stars um, and I like that I also like that Star Trek has a multicultural cast mm-hmm. um, it was always inclusive like right from the get go yeah, yeah. I mean we had Uhura um, and I think uh, Star Trek had like the first biracial kiss with feel, uh, yeah. Kirk and Uhura mm-hmm. um, and then we had Sulu um, uh, and both Uhura and Sulu were American as far as I can tell mm-hmm. but they were you know of different races they were different um, they weren't just like white white people. Mm-hmm, um, sure. Then we had you know Chekhov and some other characters, and then it it kind of continued that on to um, other series, um, Next Generation uh, mm-hmm. especially. 
Uh, we had a robot this time. We had a yep. blind man who uh, monitored the like targeting or whatever. Which is <laughs> weird, weird thing to say. Um, yeah. But uh, um, and then. Um, have you seen the most recent Star Wars series, or uh, Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery? No, I haven't, but I've heard good things about it, yeah. So I started watching the first episode, uh-huh. um, and I liked it overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to see more of it. Um, like, it, I, I don't feel hooked at this point, mm. but um, I, I can see it being pretty good. Like, the makeup on it, like the Klingons mm. on the show, they look fucking awesome oh cool like cool. The, yeah. holy shit I would not want to run up on a Klingon <laughs> this show they would just beat the fucking shit out of you yeah, yeah. I don't know why I censored King but I know. I know why King did it there <laughs> <laughs> are children here so it, it, it oh. kicked in so yeah they broke in here we're gonna have to call it pest control <laughs> but so. I want to finish the show first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pest control <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with them is that what you're supposed to do I think so I think so yeah. <laughs> they're gonna good. multiply if you don't here they are with their giant nets. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but uh, Star Trek Discovery is is great so far. I'm going to uh, to keep watching it. Hopefully, it, it uh, continues to get good. I, I've yeah. heard nothing but good things as it gets further into the season. But two uh, strong lead female characters mm-hmm. are in this. Um, Doug Jones is in this, who uh, played Abe Sapien in oh, uh, the Hellboy yeah. movies. Right on. Uh, and man, I like his work. He mm-hmm. uh, he, he does great. Uh, Characters that way, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, I'm giving my point to Star Trek. Ah, interesting. Live yeah. long and suck it. Oh wow, that's that is the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. So we were kind of a uh, back and forth on that one. I like that. We we were yeah. So this is the uh, this is the portion where we break it down to uh, see what the audience said. So um, we'll start with Twitter, and uh, by a percentage of 76 to 24, the winner is Star Wars. Okay. However, for Instagram, mm. by a decision of 62.5, oh. that's right, because it was math, fucking half numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so 62.5% to 37.5%, in this case, also goes to Star Wars. It's, oh. it's, it's it won both of them. It won both. When I looked at it early on, it was Star Trek. It seemed uh, I, there were more of those. So yeah, yeah I'm intrigued. It's, by uh, that, yeah. it's one of those things. You know, we get more people voting. It's going to mm-hmm. vote, or you know, it's going to jump up to uh, Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we you know what we need to do, Stephen. Mm-hmm. We need to figure out some way to keep these people from voting. We have, to re- we have to redistrict this Instagram, Stephen. Absolutely, got to gerrymander the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. Also, oh, you uh, voted Star Wars. Oh, you have to have like three votes to count as one vote. So, do you have yeah. uh, any Instagram ID? Oh, that didn't exist. Mm, too bad, I can't vote. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay, so by my tabulation, with a score of eight to two, the winner. Mm. Pop Culture Combat, Round 4, Star Wars vs. Star Trek, is Guardians of the Galaxy? What? Congratulations, Rocket. I knew you could do it, buddy. <laughs> I was <laughs> I really have my fingers crossed for you. Um, it's, this, is, this is truly a momentous day. They weren't even in the running, mm-hmm. but uh, somehow they did it. So yep. MCU does it again. Let's go for another rewatch, Steven. <laughs> you know... That kind of works because 
in a weird way, it kind of bridges the gap, right? They're owned mm-hmm. by Disney, which is also Star Wars is owned by Disney. But I also noticed in my research about Star Trek that uh, they sometimes refer to Earth as Terra, which they refer to uh, Earth as Terra in Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's kind of in between. Yeah. It yeah. goes either way. It's kind of uh, by sci-fi. <laughs> if you sci-fi? Will. Yeah, there you go, sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure Starler would, would be as well. He's pretty cool, oh, progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, he's just smashing ass regardless of <laughs> gender. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his new name is Ass Smasher. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, Volume 3 to come out when we get that. That'd be great. And, and the toys that follow, too. It'd be really oh. interesting. Ooh. It's a whole line of adult toys. <laughs> All right. So the, the real winner, again, by a decision of 8 to 2, is, in fact, Star Wars. Yeah. So congratulations. It, uh, um, it seemed as we were going through that Star Trek had a little bit more. I didn't realize it was just the two of those. That it was just I, the two. I did yeah. Star Wars all the way down the line, right? You did, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that you were, does it. Yeah. You were Wars all the way. Yeah. Um, so this is the, the first time I've, uh, I've lost pub culture oh. combat. What? I, I, I had a nice streak. Were you You're back and forth? Going. Or did you overall, like overall, would you say Star Trek? Uh, yeah, I, I, I got two voted? and two. So yeah. I've got, uh, for me, it was uh, Star Trek 1, uh, Nostalgia and Personal Preference, uh-huh. uh, which they kind of tie into each so other. So Personal but Preference, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue with the numbers on mm-hmm. pop culture, uh, pop cultural <laughs> impact or fisticuffs. You uh-huh. know? So, um, But you know, overall, you would choose, like you said, Personal Preference, you would choose Star right, Trek. Yeah, yeah. Right, Interesting, yeah. yeah. So uh, I've lost. Uh, Sarah has won. Kit Blue has won. I told him I would do everything in my power. Uh, to make sure that uh, the Star Wars lost, but uh, uh, clearly I'm not very powerful. Yeah, so I, I'm on a podcast right now. If you, uh, <laughs> if you really did everything in your power, you just been you would have said like pop culture impact, obviously Star Wars for music, toys, all the stuff. So my answer, Star Trek. And I've been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, fuck you, Kit Blue. <laughs> also, my vote counts as eight votes. So. <laughs> yeah. So I win. So you won, uh, Stephen. I think it's only fair mm-hmm. that uh, I give you a call and uh, congratulate you. So, oh, okay. um, do you want to hang up? Call me back. I'll just, I'll just uh, give you a call right now. Ring, ring, ring. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh. <laughs> Most I like the Mr. <laughs> I like the Mr. Burns answer. <laughs> Stephen. Mm-hmm. Stephen, this is Brent. Oh, uh, uh, Spider? Brent Hibbard. Oh, Hibbard. Hubbard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a uh, podcast together on occasion. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Uh, hey, man. Um, I just wanted to uh, call and congratulate you mm-hmm. um, on your on your pop culture combat victory. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I lost this one. My, my first loss. Uh, uh, your your streak remains intact. Uh, you, you. You've chosen nothing but, but winners. Uh I have to take my hat off to you. I'm not, I'm not currently wearing a hat, but I mean, yeah. you, you get it. And the cartoon thing you are on our Oh, on yeah, our logo. that's yeah, true. Yeah. So, oh, off. fuck, I have to digitally erase that? <laughs> Gotta Shit. redraw the whole fucking thing. So <laughs> 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 bad. I can't even use the existing art and just like draw, nope. draw. Oh, wow, okay. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, and to uh, to everyone who, who voted for Star Wars as well, um, mm-hmm. congratulations to you. Um, I lost. 
I'm a real fucking piece of shit. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, uh, I That's am true. now... Uh, uh, am, uh, this is my last episode. Um, congratulations oh, on your pending Wait, what? 50th episode. <laughs> Uh, I'll start the next one and be like, as you guys know, Brent is no longer allowed on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we take things very seriously here. Yeah. Any host loss <laughs> results in this. What if next episode I'm alone and then I lose pop culture combat? I mean, it's it would be possible because if yeah. the audience, <laughs> they would gang up on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the real question is, what would that next episode be? Oh, man, just blank air. <laughs> It'd be our dog's. Savannah would it'd, call. It'd, it'd, it'd be two hours of the like old school like dial up internet tone. Oh yeah, that'll work. Yeah, it'll be our highest rated episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would. Oh man, received but, uh, the most emails. Yeah. Uh, thank you for calling, and I appreciate that um, that you understand that you are a loser. But I would like to invite you mm-hmm. back on the show. Oh okay. Not next week. Oh okay. But Just, I'll I'll have my people call. I'll, Okay, yeah, I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'll send you my uh, my schedule. Uh, turns out wide open. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> don't have a lot going on. <laughs> I'm not one of those Brents. I'm not one of the yeah. the uh, successful ones. Yeah, you totally, know? totally. Yeah, so all, all one of them. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, uh, I got to go poop in my neighbor's yard, so I'm gonna let you go. Oh, okay. So normal, normal Sunday. Good deal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While they're at church. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Double mean. Well, I mean, it's it's necessary. They know? had to go but sit in a boring church and then uh, come back to human poop on their lawn. I guess somebody prayed for it. What can I tell you? I don't know I'm how good. I would deal with that. If I found I'm a good. human poop anywhere, I'd be like, ah, uh, I guess I'm moving. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picking it up. <laughs> It'd be so fucked up. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, my neighbors really what? hate me. I'm going to let you go. Okay. All right. I love you. (laughs) No, you hang up. No. (laughs) We'll we'll hang up at the same time, okay? Okay, okay. All right. One, two, three. Are you still there? Yeah. (laughs) People are like, man, that show went really off the rails at the end. (laughs) Wait, were we ever on the rails? (laughs) That's the thing. So, guys, it's fine. Don't worry about us. We're totally normal. Listen. And this was a great segment. People loved it, so fuck it. We're 46 episodes deep in this. Yeah. You know it's a bad show. <laughs> you know. If you've been following along, we're all aware. <laughs> the, real, the real losers of pop culture combat <laughs> is the audience. <laughs> Joke's on you, this. assholes. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Um, I mean, even if it's your personal preference, you know, uh, overall for your vote, you were split, so you haven't fully lost, and... Um, and I think that's that's the real message here, that the uh, the Star Wars and the Star Trek we're in our hearts all along. Yes, that's true. You can you can have two things. Shit, you can have three things if you want to add yep. add the Guardians in there. You know. Yeah, there you go. That would probably be my true personal preference. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that fits way more in line with you. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, well, I thought uh, that was a good one. I, uh, <laughs> I liked how it shaped up, and uh, I got to say a lot of the things I wanted to say about what I feel about Star Trek. There's something about it I think is really cool. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, Star Wars is just my jam, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, wrap this bitch up. What do you say? All right. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, if you... 
Um, want me to read this thing? Hold on a second. <laughs> All right, so let us know what you think about uh, the, this round of pop culture combat mm-hmm. or anything else. You can hit us up on email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Again, send us your letters. Uh, for the 50th episode, just yeah, put please. 50 in the subject line, and we will read it on the show. Again, we will we will read it. Whatever you want to put yep. in there, we will read We're not going to pre-read it. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> It'll be and interesting. It's going to be a lot of uh, like bad uh, live readings on the show as well. It, you'll hear me like dragging my finger across like the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stumbling across words and stuff. Yeah. And be like, uh, I don't know how to actually talk like a human. <laughs> But, um, yeah, if you have any show suggestions, comments, dog picture, pop culture combat contender suggestions, uh, or anything specific you want us to discuss, let us know. Again, that's let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And, Stephen, if they want to hit us up on Twitter and or Instagram, where would they go? Uh, L-T-A-S pod. LTAS pod. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22 and follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Oh, it's so unexpected. Oh. I was, I was shocked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like we uh, discussed earlier, uh, hopefully next week we will be talking with our with our wives. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Um, we gotta, uh, we got to tell about, them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And um, and our thoughts and feelings on that. We're uh, two seasons deep into yeah. that, and uh, we have we have thoughts. My wife has thoughts. You have thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the show. Uh, I don't feel like I have any thoughts left over after watching <laughs> season two. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I sometimes what, watch the show now. Yeah, so yeah, I'm curious to see what uh, what Amanda thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the show because she used to read the the uh, Archie comics. So yeah, for sure, be interested in that. Um, also, on next episode, we've got the next round. A pop culture combat, and uh, you know this this episode was was pretty heavy. It's a it's a heavy mm, yeah. like big franchise. Sure. So uh, we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're uh, we're gonna jump back over into uh, stuff you ingest. Cocaine versus ex- ecstasy. Yes, <laughs> Molly, <laughs> Molly. Can <laughs> try, try live on the show. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel actually that I found once. It's like a Scandinavian show or something like that, and it's just the it's like this guy and this girl and they switch off just trying different drugs oh and like God. describing what it's like. And it's weird, but it's fun. They're like funny about it and stuff. But it, yeah, I would I would not want to do that on the show. That'd be really fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, wherever they're at, it feels more legal as well than here. That'd Probably. be kind of weird uh, to be busted in the middle so. of that. So yeah. yeah. Uh, no, on the next pop culture combat round five, we're going to pit. Oreo versus Chips Ahoy. Yes. It's a really, uh, it's a cookie crunch off. Oh, fucking yeah. I like that yeah. one. All, yeah. Also, this is uh, the first one where we're not just sticking to the originals like we usually True. do. Uh, we're going to we're gonna expand it up a little bit. And uh, any varieties we want to bring into the mix, if, if we like them more, specifically it's something we like uh, or whatever, and kind of pit everything against each other. So yeah. this will be interesting. So we, we will take the originals into account. Obviously, the sure. original Oreos versus the original Chips Ahoy are the, the, the classic versions of those. Mm-hmm. We're also going to uh, jump into uh, some side items and uh, yeah. and uh, pit those against each other as well. So uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be a, a good way to uh, try some uh, some new new cookies and see. Yeah, I was of... just thinking, I'm going to have to buy a lot of different kinds of cookies. And I'm like, why don't they have like a variety pack of both of those? Yeah. It just has like six cookies of each or something. 
uh, of like because like Oreo especially has so many different varieties, but Chips Ahoy has a lot now too. And mm-hmm. uh, but man, yeah, I'd have to buy a bunch of them. I think <laughs> that's oh, how well. they get you. That's how they get you. Yeah, you know? damn it. Yep. That's why they don't do the variety pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck. All right, well, you guys win because I like cookies and getting fat's fun and yep. easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be fun. And uh, uh, I'll go tell Amanda here pretty soon, and, and hopefully yeah. she's down with it. And uh, Brandy as <laughs> Same well. Same thing with Brandy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. so yeah, everybody look forward to that, and we'll put the, the poll online as well. And uh, so, yeah, anything else for you? I think that's it. All right. So until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Excellent. <laughs> it worked that time. <laughs> I was sitting here like shaking it. Probably looked like I was jerking off. Oh, I didn't even notice. I just thought it was normal. <laughs> <laughs>
about this like far. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I stayed just above the, the uh, line, but yeah, you're right there too. Yeah. Man. Too much. How yeah, you feel? Like, Pretty good. I feel like I would uh, sink if I were to get into a swimming pool. <laughs> it's, it's full of liquid. But then you just burp and come back up to the surface, kind of like a reverse Sonic. You oh, let the yeah. big air bubble out. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It'd be interesting. That's how you survive in the water. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stupid hedgehog. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Did we talk about? I don't remember if I mentioned that last time. Uh, I've been playing Sonic 2 on the Apple TV as well, right? And oh, yeah. uh, I play it with the, the version I started. I, I have Tails with me. And uh, he's fucking jumping around you all the time. and like mimicking what you do. And every time I'm about to run out of air and I jump for a bubble, he fucking gets it first every fucking time. Really? And I have to like jump away so that he won't get the bubble. And he always fucking kills me. I'm like, stay away from my <laughs> bubble, man. I don't care if you die. You'll come back. I got to start the whole thing over. Yeah. So annoying. What a dick. I know it. I don't yeah. remember that in the game, and he does it constantly. It's so annoying because it's like I'll jump for it, and I just kind of barely miss it, and then he jumps after me, so he's the one that like, gets it right away. It's like this perfect timing thing. You got bubble cucked. <laughs> ah, that was fucking good, man. You good at those. <laughs>